0: This is episode number 179, and today I'll help you decide how often your ministry should meet together. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher. Each week, we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of Practical Christian training. So as a leader, one of the most challenging things to figure out is what is the sweet spot for meetings of the body? Whether you are in the full-time ministry and you're trying to figure out how to keep people connected during the week, or if you just lead a smaller ministry or a small group and you're wondering, how often should we meet together to meet the desired end goal for the group? You know, because people have Sunday, Sunday, midweek services, small groups, community service opportunities, getting one-on-one time with people. There's a lot of things that you could be doing to stay invested in the body of Christ. And so as a leader, the question you want to ask yourself is what will set up your ministry for success? And what you, the, the sweet spot that you're going for is where everyone is going to be able to be present, but not be overburdened. All right? That is what you're shooting for, where you can get really close to 100% engagement and participation without making people feel like, this is just too much for me to keep up, all right? So the first question that you want to ask is, how many things are they already involved in? Because it might not be possible for you to meet as often as you would like. You know, for instance, uh, recently we were having a a meeting with our Young marriage Ministry uh, here in Jacksonville that, uh, that I helped co-lead. And, you know, we, we basically had reached a point where we needed to reorient where the ministry was going, and we had two options. And one was, well, we want a more ambitious vision and goal for our ministry, and the other was a scaled-back version. And in talking and everybody getting together and discussing it, the people in our ministry were just already invested in so many other things and serving in other ministries, it just would not have been possible to execute the more ambitious uh, plan. And so we didn't. We scaled it back and it's been doing just fine. But, you know, it's totally possible that the people that that are in your ministry or in your group are already serving in other areas. And so, you know, it's just not going to work out to meet three times a week in addition to everything else they're doing. So ask yourself, how many things are the people in your group already involved with. The second question you want to ask is how available are they? Because depending on the composition of your group, depending on who makes up your group, you're going to get different answers, right? If you uh, are leading a ministry of college students, then those students are going to be super available. College is where you have more free time than you will ever have in your entire life. And even if they say that they're feeling overwhelmed and overburdened, just just say bless your heart and, <laughs> and help them realize, yeah, but you also have six hours to watch Netflix every day. So let's use some of that time for some spiritual growth, shall we? So, So if you're leading college students, you can get away with meeting a lot more frequently because they have that free time. If you are leading a small group of young families, parents with kids, they're going to be less available because they are also shuttling their kids around to different activities and getting them down in time for, you know, bedtime, normal routine, and, you know, it, it's just a lot going on. And so, they're not going to be as available as college students, for instance. Or teens. Maybe you're le- you're helping uh, minister to teens, and they're available, but they're not as mobile. You know, they don't all have cars. They can't all get to your meetings. And so, if you're relying on parents to get teens to events, they're not going to be able to be at as many things as College students, for instance. So, understanding who it is you're serving and depending on where they are in their life, just how available they are to meet together. That's another question to ask yourself when trying to figure out how often you should meet. And then the third question you should ask yourself, and this really does put the burden on you as a leader to figure this out, is what do you need to achieve your goal? Right? What do you actually need to do? How often do you actually need to meet? You know, every ministry and every small group should have a clear objective, should have a clearly understood reason of why does your ministry exist? What is the point? What is the goal? What are you trying to do? Every ministry should have that uh, clearly laid out. And so, you need to decide how often you need to meet in order to fulfill that goal. Now, often the mistake that I see leaders make is they err on the side of, well, we'll just meet more. And then at some point, <laughs> we'll realize we're meeting enough or we're meeting more than enough. And then by default, we'll be meeting enough. But really, that's just lazy. If I'm being honest with you, it's just lazy. And it really lacks empathy for the people that you're hoping to lead. Take the time, do the due diligence, spend the time figuring out okay, if this is the goal, then this is what we need to do to get there, to accomplish the goal. So, based on that, and based on what kind of people are in my group, this is how often we should meet. And, and have a plan that takes all those things into account, all right? Don't, don't just say, well, I got free time, so everyone else should commit to my schedule. Don't do that. Be considerate, be empathetic, and figure out what do you actually need to achieve your group's goal. And so those questions should help you hone in on the sweet spot for your group of figuring out how often you should meet. Now, if you're looking for more help, either leading small groups or smaller-sized ministries, make sure to go ahead and pick up my book, Small Group Leader Secrets. Uh, I go more in detail on this topic in particular, actually, in one of the chapters, as well as help you prepare discussions and lessons, build a family vibe and culture in your groups, and uh, teach you how to raise up leaders so that you can continue to help your groups grow. And so if you're interested in picking up a copy, uh, they're available at smallgroupleadersecrets.com. Uh, If you want a hardcover, that's going to be the best place for you to go, uh, where you'll get the best deal. And if you want a Kindle or an ebook, is available on Amazon. Well, that is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips, just like this one. If this podcast has really been helpful for you, uh, please consider uh, giving on Patreon and helping support the podcast so we can keep it advertisement-free and keep these episodes rolling out there. And if this episode has helped you or benefited you, please pass it along to one person that you know would benefit from listening to it. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.